episode of season one of The Hawkcast. We have saved the best for last. Our guest today, he's played 64 games for the Hawks. He's scored over 1,000 runs with a top score of 100, not out. Behind the stumps and in the field, he has affected over 50 dismissals, and he even has five wickets to his name. He's entering his third year as the Hawks president. Welcome, David Mudd O'Donnell. Welcome, Muddy. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. I've been looking forward to this. So. We've been uh, been keeping leading you on, saying we'll get there eventually. We've finally uh, finally got you here. Uh, that is true. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> I was curious to when I was going to get a go at it, but um, yes, I'm excited to be here. Let's start, mate. I think I might have heard this story before, but I think I've forgotten it. Where where does mud come from? Because it was before Helen's Vale. Uh, yes, it was. Um, it started many moons ago. Um, my brother, I used to call him Mud Guts. Uh, and then he um, got on a health kick of sorts and uh, lost some weight, and then the nickname transferred for oh, me. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a pretty rare kind of thing, I reckon, the old yeah, nickname transfer. transfer. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it, was, it started with my guts and then reduced to mud, which, um, to be honest, is probably not the worst one I've had. So um, <laughs> I don't love it, but I don't. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah gee, it's stuck though. Yeah, I reckon yeah, more people a, would know you as mud than as. Day, yeah, I feel like, or just as many at least. Well, to be honest, when I first came here, um, they asked me what I wanted to wear on my training shirt, and I just said, but because I wasn't, I didn't want a new one, so you know, yeah. I didn't want a new crap nickname. <laughs> may as well <laughs> take one with you. Yeah. Um, what is? How's this? Uh, how's this off season been, mate? Um, obviously, there's been some exciting things going on off the field, um, but there's been a few challenges as well. How's how's it been for you? Uh, busy, busy. Um, you know, look, we we're trying to do a bit of a revamp of. The club rooms, which I hope that people will get to see in the next couple of weeks and get a bit excited about what we've tried to do in here. Um, obviously, people have noticed in the post the last few days we've had um, the net renovation started. Um, hopefully, that's only a few weeks away um, from being finished. But um, yeah, there's lots, lots going on, um, keeping me busy. Yep, and I mean, we've got chipping away in the background. Yeah, some projects like obviously uh, everyone's excited for the prospect of a new clubhouse. Uh, yeah in maybe yeah. a couple of years' time. so that's... Yeah, that's still ticking on, ticking over in the background. Um, the council, um, the guy we deal with in the council is really keen to progress that further and further. We're now in contact with the uh, council's preferred architect and that's starting, we're just starting to get through information through, through to him um, so that we can go to the next step and get the, final, the design finalised and then from there look for funding. So. I wanted to ask, I mean, obviously, Dilly and I you know, have a bit of an idea from executive roles uh, over time, but, I mean, does the off-season slow down much for you or are you just as busy, uh, you know? I, re- I reckon I get about three weeks, you know, and this year was even different to that because of coronavirus. It, um, we had lots of thinking to do about how we were going to present awards and the season finished abruptly and people were not happy about that, and you know, which is fair enough, you know, we, it's everything out of the normal is is hard to take at first sometimes. Mm. So, I mean, I think the right decision was made with cricket. I think, you know, even though Queensland's been very lucky with the stats, we, it, was, it was good that we finished it straight away. Just mm. finish it off. No more no more risk to anyone. Mm. And then, uh, but yeah, that, that was that was a bit hectic then, working that out as I kind of, and you would, would know, Gilly, that um, we spent lots of time trying to work out the best option for us. Um, but then from there, you know, you get a couple of weeks lull and then it's back into coach searching and, you know, working out who's going to be on the executive, who wants to be on the executive next year, if it's, if there's, you know, if you need to replace anyone or that sort of stuff. So mm. I yeah. do think this off-season in particular, project-wise, has been very busy but very exciting as well. Um, yeah, I, I think people will be, um, should be excited to, to come back and see the new facilities and well, I think, you know, and it's before before my time and, you know, a few years back, the club has been accumulating a bit of a, a bit of pocket money mm. in, the, in the background through grants and also, you know, good management. And it was time to spend something, time to revamp. And the clubhouse was starting to look a little bit run down and a bit old. Um, so, you know, not to ruin the surprise, but we've given it a bit of a fresh paint and moved a few things around um, to upgrade a couple of things. So hopefully, you know, it's um, it got a bit more buzz and it's more appealing to both the players after the games and on Thursday night, Tuesday and Thursday nights, and their families. So that's the idea. So. And uh, we are recording a couple of weeks before we go, I guess, uh, go to air. But I mean, uh, you mentioned coach searching. I guess you know, what can you tell us uh, about? You know, obviously, I know you. I mean, I know a you've worked through 
numerous candidates and be a number of different plans. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you can say kind of in terms of... Um, at this stage, we have not been able to lock away a full-time coach. Um, and to, personally, I don't think that's such a bad thing. I think um, full-time coaches, there seems to be a little bit of dead money there. Um, they're not... Especially if they're, all they end up doing is, you know, telling people when to pad up, you know. Like, and I think... We've decided that we've, got, we've put some sort of structure. In, we're, we're planning to put some sort of structure in place with a net manager and um, an assistant coach, and, and and then specialist coaches coming in on on occasion to, you know, polish out. I suppose polish out better cricketers who can then pass that information down to the, the cricketers that play you know, in the lower grades. Mm. So, um, I, I honestly, I think that's more value for money. Mm. Um, it doesn't mean that I'm against coaches, obviously, but I think. Especially the stage that we're at, we've got a lot of really good cricketers that are in that 23 to probably 20 to 25 sort of age group and have played a bit of rep cricket, been around these guys that can have taught them stuff already and it gives them a bit of a responsibility to share that as well, um, which I'm excited about, you know, the likes of Jack, Lucas and Caleb Day and, 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 our, and others, but those guys have been playing a lot of cricket at the top, at the, at the top level that we play at for a long time now and mm. they they got plenty to give, so yeah. why not give them the opportunity to give it? We'll, uh, we'll circle back to some more uh, cricket stuff, but something we always uh, do enjoy is uh, learning a bit about people's kind of backgrounds and all that sort of stuff. So you were from Melbourne kind yeah. of originally? Yeah, um, we, I grew up in Melbourne. We moved there when I was about 12, I think, 12, 13. So where were you born? I was born in uh, Ipswich, Queensland. Really? Right. Oh, so you are a Queenslander. I am. I w- you wouldn't tell anyone you're from Ipswich unless you were. So, um, <laughs> But yes, and my dad was in the Air Force and we travelled around a little bit and then we landed in Victoria a few times, but the last time was when I was about 12 and then we uh, we were there, um, my parents built a house, uh, my dad left the Air Force and then I went to school and I met my wife um, and then we went to a house and um, yeah, and we settled in a place called Moorabark in uh in, in, in the outer, outer suburbs of Melbourne. To the east, was it? Or? Yeah, outer east, yeah. It's... um. Yeah, it's about 45 k from the centre of Melbourne. So. Mm. Not too far from where Dean's from, guys. Dean's about oh, maybe 15 Dean minutes yeah, yep. further, further in. Yep. So. What did your dad do in the Air Force? He was a carpenter in the Air Force. So, mm. yeah, um, nothing exciting, Yeah, really, to be honest. Um, Air Force is exciting. And what uh, what school did you and your wife meet at? Uh, we went to a Catholic school in Mount Lauderdale Mercy College. Um, yeah, we we met when we were in year eight. Um, she teased me at the bus stop, really small. <laughs> <laughs> not that she's not, not that she was a smaller yeah. than me, but yeah. Uh, and then, um, and then we, we were in the same class in year nine and year 10, and then we started dating in year 11. Wow. So, so proper high story romance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and we've been together ever since. And yeah. The first lady of the, of the yeah, club. The yeah, lady, Beck. Uh, no, yeah. So. She's a good woman. Yeah. So. <laughs> and uh, cricket-wise, do you play when you were little, or did you play a bit later? Or? I played one season of under-12s when we lived in New South Wales. Um, that was difficult. My parents didn't really like cricket or the idea of taking me to cricket, probably more than that. So I used to have to walk or get a lift and it was any away game I just didn't go to. So um, that was for one season. That wore thin pretty pretty quickly. And then we moved back to Melbourne anyway. And um, I lived with my grandparents for two years while my parents built their house because they lived on the western side of Melbourne where the Air Force Base was. So And I started the school. So that's sort of how that happened. But uh, So I didn't do anything after school other than that. And then... When I was 17, I started at a club called Moorabark Career Club. Um, I was there for two seasons and I left there because I hated it. Um, That'll do it. Yeah, my brother my brother played the juniors there. That's why I ended up going there. But um, yeah, no, I didn't like that. And then I had a year off and then I started at Kilsoft Career Club, which I was at until um, before I came up here. I had a little break in there a couple of times, but um, yeah, loved it there. Uh, lifelong friends. I was on the executive there, committee for a long time as well. Yeah. What was the role like in terms uh, of? I had a run president for half a season. Uh, I was treasurer for a year, vice president for a few for a few years, um, and then general committee and ran the bar. And so why half a season? Were you replacing somebody, or was somebody replacing you? Uh, <laughs> or should I was, we? I was, the, I was the first half of the season. <laughs> okay. So, All right, that's um, okay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, to be honest, like you know, and it was it was it was better for the club that I didn't continue. Um, I was far too young and far too inexperienced and mm-hmm. immature to be doing it. As simple as that. Um, it, was a, it was one of those scenarios where you go to an AGM and no one puts their hand up and yeah. it's like, well, someone's got to do it, I'll have a crack at it. And I was 
I was wrong. I wasn't ready. Had you done the other executive roles first? Yes, yeah. yeah. I, I'd been, yes, I was. I was treasurer the year before and I'd been the vice president for a few years. But um, we'd lost a lot of experience on a committee that's mm-hmm. in, a, in, a, in a short space, um, which is something that, that why I'm so organised. Yeah. Knowing who's going to be going and I don't want to lose four at once, you know. Because like, you've seen it. Because I've seen what happens. Yeah. It falls to pieces. It really does. It, and it only takes two months and everything is back to scratch. And yeah. you've got to try and... And then the person who is still there gets stuck doing everything because yeah. no one else knows how to do anything. Yeah. John, John you're, is your older brother, right? No, younger. Younger. I'm, 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 you're welcome. Uh, make but, sure you put that in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who was like, did you play backyard cricket together? Who yeah, was yeah. better? Um, oh, John's far better cricketer than I am. Um, he learned to play short ball pretty quick. He was a pretty—he was a turd of a little brother, to be honest. Um, so I used to bounce him every night, all night, in the backyard. So he learned to play the pull shot pretty well. So, um, yeah, no, he's, a, he's a really bad hits the ball, real clean, scores scores fast. Um, he still playing? Uh, I'm not sure he's playing this year. Oh, this year, I'm not sure what he's doing this year. He's um he played a lot of cricket at Moorabark, and I felt successful. He um, stayed when you? Yeah, 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 he stayed. He was still he was still very young. He was still only under. 12 and 13 then so and John of course had one year here at the Hawks I think it wasn't quite a full season yeah, but but he played about half a season did, so. you know, had some good innings and probably made some marks in terms of ruffling some feathers so yeah, like, did, yeah. Jimmy Spargo yeah, I think was one so. yeah, Jimmy, yeah Jimmy Spargo wanted to catch up with him in the car probably, so. <laughs> did he play once yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Open ball, the batting. The first ball he ever faced with Hansel, I hit on the hill. And um, what about your yes, yeah, so your time at um, oh, whilst it will ask first, we'll start that again. Um, how, what was your cricketing journey like in terms of ability? Were you, were you, were you a battler? Like, did it, did it take a long time to be successful? Or? Yeah, absolutely. I, when I first started playing cricket at Kilsyth, especially, I, um, we had five sides and I got picked because I played my footies. Like I was, I batted 10 or 11 in the fifths mm-hmm. and didn't bowl very often. Yeah. So, can um, relate. Yeah. And, uh, so I battled really hard. Um, I think. My love of the cricket club made it much easier to improve because I was just there all the time. You know, yeah. I wanted to go. To, I went to every training session. I made sure people knew who I was. Um, I asked for advice. Um, I asked for tips all the time. And I was because I was twenty, I think, when I started at Kilsyth. Mm-hmm. Um, and not playing much cricket. I only played backyard cricket. Yeah. I knew I didn't play. Yeah. You know, I wasn't scared of the ball and all that sort of stuff. But um, yeah, it, it was. A, so I spent a couple of years. Well, the first year was in fifth grade, nearly all year, and then the next year I played fair to fourth grade. Mm-hmm. And slowly progressed and yeah. into third grade. I ended up playing first grade for Helens, uh, for sorry for um, for Kilsyth. Yeah, um, got picked as a wicketkeeper. Um, was that a special moment? Yeah, that yeah, it was. It was, amazing. it was amazing. I mean, I, I'm cap one nine eight, and I know yeah. that, and I'll never forget that. So, um, yeah, I uh, it was really really special. Um, we were pretty pretty ordinary when we, when I went in there as a, as a club. We we're going pretty ordinary, but still, I mean, I went in there as a wicketkeeper then about. I think the season after I got picked as a batsman and I wasn't wicket keeping, which was even more special to get it, to get another go at it. I yeah, I won a batting award in now second eleven, and yeah. So, so you, yeah, you really kind of like forced your way into the yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, yep. And I, I have the unfortunate um, title of being the last man out to get relegated so when oh, we got right. relegated from <laughs> the top grade to the second grade, and they're still in the second grade. How, so, how did you get out? Cook on. So yeah, um, was there? Was we put on thirty. Me and number eleven put on thirty or forty for the last wicket, yeah. and fell five runs short, three runs oh, short, something like that. So, um, and it was a relegation game. That if we had beaten them, they would have got relegated. So Gee, tough, um, tough. Yeah, it was tough. And, talk about tough games, like and then because the game is still continued, there's still a little game. If we had got two wickets for less than twelve runs or something like that, yeah, we would have stayed up, and we got them one for nine, I think. <sighs> so it was it was intense, and like, there's a few boys that still. You know, you're the man. You could have held on. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't worry about all the blokes got ducks above me. Yeah, no one remembers that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But, um, and was yeah. there a, was there, yeah, it was just hard work. Was there a moment where you felt like, oh, no, I can actually play now? Yeah, yeah. It clicks after a while. It, take, it, it took me a long time to work out how to get out. Yeah. I think, which is the most important bit is don't play that shot and you get out. And, you know, had some really we played with some I played with some really really good cricketers and mm-hmm. good batting coaches and stuff like that and they um you know said like you know you got to hit the ear and here and I said well I scored ninety you got to got to hit straight you know playing the V and said, but I've scored ninety five percent of my runs between gully and point yeah I don't want to give that away and I'm not going to score any and, yeah you know, 
you know, it was risk versus reward, I suppose, yeah. and mm-hmm. learning which one to leave and still get it wrong, obviously. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Along the way, you've uh, got to do some, you and Beck have done some stuff overseas, like, you know, um, and I know you've got fond memories of playing, I think, in England and, yeah, yeah. and anywhere else, or mainly this No, England. just England. I only played in England. I, um, we went over to England when I was about 28, mm-hmm. I think. We went over there, we were there for nearly three years, and I played two and a half seasons for a club called Old Brentwoods um, in Essex. Mm-hmm. We lived in London, but um, the local club already had their maximum number of overseas players, regardless of what your level, skill level is. If wow. you're from overseas, you're only allowed, a, you're only allowed one per team. And they already had, I think they had four teams, they had four guys there already, yeah. um, which is the club that um, Brad Markwell played for, oh, I'm sure. Wow. Or Steve Jarvis, maybe? I'm not sure. That, that Hampshire, I, I went, it was the, my closest club. Not Hampshire, Hampstead, sorry. Um, was like the closest club to me. So I went down there and then the guy that captained their Sunday team played in Essex and he said, well, we don't have an overseas this year. You want to come and play up? And uh, bragging moment here, I played my first game. I made forty-seven not out, and I hit the winning runs off the second-last ball of the day. And I was in the I was in the newspaper with my Killswap cap on. So I, was, I would have thought you'd be a pretty popular conclusion uh, then. Yes, I was, and it, it went dramatically downhill from there. <laughs> I don't know if I made hundred runs. It was a lot of people like the year I made hundred here, and I didn't make another hundred runs for years. So, but yeah, it might have been like a bit like that. But no, it was great times, um, great club, great people. Um, they were very accommodating. They looked after me very well. Yeah. I, I didn't go over there as a cricketer. I went yeah. over there to live and then played cricket to make friends and it worked yeah. out really well. And what's the what's what was your, I guess, experience there versus here, um, like the standard-wise or the, the way they play their cricket over there? Well, it was the first turf cricket I ever played because yeah. um, I'd never played turf in Victoria because there's, there's not that many turf around Victoria and yeah. the local pubs just don't, they can't afford it. Yeah. Because you need a full-time um because of the rain and you just yeah, get the sure. covers on and you just never get on. Um, so yeah, it was my first turf experience, and I loved it. To be honest, I, I found it much easier to bat. Like it was just, I like the synthetic, synthetics, nice and consistent, but you don't have that extra bounce. And yeah, you just, I mean, we played on a pretty good deck. deck. You just pull it on the front foot and you just punch it wherever you like. Yeah. You're awesome. It's pretty good. So yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, I, I loved it. I think it was good. It was did, good fun. Did you work sort of construction sort of industry over there? Or yeah, yeah, I did. Um, I got a pretty good job. To be honest, working for. Um, couple of different companies over there and that was really good you'd come and go as you please because if you're if you're any good at it they couldn't get that many that were that good at it so mm-hmm. we used to go away a fair bit around Europe and yeah. travel and stuff like that but it was so mainly for Beck's job that you went over it was for Beck's job we went over yeah. she, she's um, much smarter than most of us so <laughs> uh, she, she's a, a microbiologist um, yeah she's got a doctorate in philosophy I'll probably get that right I think but I'm like <laughs> um, yeah the, so we they she was headhunted by a few places around the world, and we picked England. And, mm. and so, yeah, that's where we ended up for a couple of years. There, I do recall a story that she was so good that they gave uh, un- unlimited annual leave. Yeah, that's true. We uh, one year we were there. We had, I think, we went away for twenty-one weeks, and she got full pay. So, oh, I think it was twenty-one weeks. We travelled around Europe. Out of the, they must have wanted a pretty, uh, pretty badly yeah, for the job. Right. So, so. Unlimited annual leave. So, no questions asked. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> and uh, so obviously you come back to Melbourne, mm-hmm. have a couple of kids. Yeah, yeah. And um, um, yeah, what then? How how Gold Coast? Um, we had the kids. We um, that's why we came home. To be honest, we had we came home to have kids. It took us a little while to have kids, but we we that's the main reason we came home. We didn't want to bring them up in London. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then we started coming up here on holidays regularly like it was at least once a year and every time we come here it was like oh why don't we live here why don't we live here and then um and then one time we came and we started looking at property and then and the next time we came and looked at property a bit harder and actually being a real estate agent and then we got home and we started looking on, on realestate.com and we found a couple of houses we thought we'd look at and then we actually flew up to mm-hmm. inspect the one we live in now um and it was a dump and uh we just finished just pretty much finished renovating the one that we the dump we'd bought in Melbourne <laughs> after we got back. And, yeah, Clotting for punishment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Becca prefer we bought a brand new one, I'm sure, <laughs> this time around. But, um, so, yeah, we got it. We got it fairly cheap. Um, and it's only eight up, eight up, eight up, eight up the road from the yeah. Club. So, um, Tough decision, though, to especially with the kill site stuff, like family down there. and Yeah, I'm, my family are probably going to listen to this, so I won't say that, that was the easier bit, but <laughs> it probably was. I mean, you know, everything's so close now, though. Like, mm. The world makes... Social media makes the world so close. Like, I mean, obviously, I miss my friends and I miss my family, but um, and I do miss Kilsyth. Um, like, 
this is I, I never thought I'd love another career club like I love Kilsworth ever, mm. and I was wrong. Mm. So I, I love Helensville. I can't imagine not being here. So um, it didn't it didn't happen straight away. Yeah. But um, you know, especially um, the way it started here for me. But um, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I was going to say, why? So, obviously, location makes sense why you came to the Hawks, but did it, was it sort of you got here and you go, all right, let's look for a cricket club, or was that sort of something that you worried about down the track? No, I looked before I came. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was always going to play cricket. I, I've always said to people, if you're not sure how to make friends, walk into a sporting club and you've got mm-hmm. you've got as many members as you've got as your friends and you work your way down rather than up. You know, like at a good if you go into a good club, yeah, you walk into the room, you've got 100 friends and you work your way down. Mm. You know, and, it, and, that's, and that's the way I looked at it. I thought, well, I don't know anyone up there at all. Mm. Um, I'm starting from zero. Starting yeah. from zero. So any friend is better than no friends. <laughs> so, like, um, so yeah, I did look. I mean, I looked online, I looked at ladders because Killsife were perennial seller dollars for a long time. And then we, like me and a few others hung on and we hung on and hung on and mm. we ended up winning some premierships in the last few years I was there. Mm. Um, Height uh, got what sort of grades? Um, we lost two first grade grand finals and tied one, and and we lost and we lost we didn't get promoted on that because of that we were second team on the ladder rather than the first. Yeah. So it was, and then I my last game for Kilsyth ever was a premiership win in third grade. So wow, yeah, it's pretty cool. I took I took the winning catch too. So <laughs> yeah, behind the stumps. So yeah, um, back to Helensvale. Back to Helensvale. I um I looked at the ladders and I um. To be honest, I looked at I looked at the area where we were, where we were buying, and I looked around. I thought I saw Runaway Bay, and I'd seen that they were pretty, pretty successful the year before I got here. Um, and then I did a bit more research, and, and then we got up. And when we came up for all, I, I looked up, looked went went to Runaway Bay and saw their facilities, which you know the, the grounds themselves amazing amazing mm-hmm. setup. You know, they're lucky enough to have six grounds there, club rooms. You know they're okay, but that give and take with them. So, but then um, I realised that it was second grade they did all their winning in, and not first grade. <laughs> Which I'm glad I did. I don't. I don't think I would have chosen them anyway because of just convenience of 800 metres away. Mm. But um, I made contact with Bertie and he said just come down to training, and I did. So and from there, I haven't looked back. Mm. And what? So this is 2016, 17, 15, 16, 15, 16. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You had an eventful first game. We yeah. Look, we, we want to hear a bit. Of, I know there's a hot dog hero involved and a, a reverse outright. And yes, all, you, you must have think, been thinking, what on earth have I got myself into? Absolutely, I was. <laughs> I thought, um, first game of the season, I picked in third grade. We played at Wungulba. Um Turtles captain, um, don't know anything about me. I think I'm about five or six, five or six I'm not about it. Um, yeah, and we, we go out there, we bowled first. And uh, Sean Bailey is bowling and just kept and on wicket keeping, and he's bowling no balls. And the, the pitch is a shocker. And I haven't kept, kept on turf since I was in England. I was like, oh, here we go. So I'm up at the stumps to Sean Bailey in the first over. <laughs> so everything's coming through at ankle height. And he's, the umpire's calling no ball, no ball, no ball. What's, that? What's going on here? Because like, I obviously I don't know that many people that well. I've done a bit of a pre-season, but I don't know. Anyway, they they realise that the the crease lines are too short, <laughs> like by a foot. Like yeah. there was yeah, it was you know. So then we have we get them redrawn in pink. Pink, yes. They were, they were re, the lines were redone in pink, and we just started again. Yeah, yeah, it was like forget wiped, about it. Forget wipe the scoreboard. We're starting again. I'm like, oh, here we go. Um, it was exciting young cricket though. I um, we um, we rolled them reasonably cheap. Then we got rolled even cheaper. I got given out LBW, which was always a great start. Uh, Bruise on my hip um, the, by, by the, uh, the hot dog man. Well, the hot dog man, the umpire, when he first turned up to the ground, he tripped over some concrete lip and hit his head, and he's bleeding out of his head for the game. Look, I'm not joking, this guy would be 80. Like, I mean, it was his first game back for umpiring for like 15, 20 years or something like that. It's like, obviously, he be cash all the, way, all the time away from the missus. I'm not sure what it was. But he, um, so yeah, he did that, and then we came out. I'm not sure it was the first day or the second day. We came out from from a tea break or a drinks break, and the umpire was eating a hot dog while umpiring. <laughs> and, I, and I did say, never seen anything like it. I, I, I was like, because he was calling, yeah, no, like he was calling wides, but only with one arm. He's like, oh, I've got a hot dog here. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, yeah, like say, and then like we had a, we rolled them real cheap, and then we chased it down in the second innings to win reverse outright. So. 
obviously that was an amazing way to start yeah. for my cricket here, like the, the result. Um, but um, yeah, the experience was very, very different. It was something I was like I wasn't expecting. And I don't think anyone else had seen anything like it. Either, mm-hmm. And it, it, the experience kept getting weirder, I guess, because I think second game you went straight to first grade. Is that right? Or third game? No, second game. Second, second game. I went caught into first grade because we had five of our under twenty ones or under nineteens, whether they were the uh, Gold so Coast you've boys. You've gone straight from thirds to ones. Yeah, I got a, I got a nuggety sixteen off. Uh, I don't know sixty balls or something like that, and. Uh, Paul Bev's sort of, sort of, well, we need someone that can bat a little bit of time, so we'll give him a go. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, and with the five uh, young fellas out, I was picked as a split. So I was going to play second grade the second week anyway. But, um, yeah, we went to Service Paradise, the death of many many a large man. So, um, and we, I don't know, sure, I assume we lost the toss of Will Boeing first. And then, um, so Jack was wicket-keeping? And no, wicket-keeping. Jack wasn't with Jack was away. Oh, so who was wicket-keeping? Well, I was put down, I was picked as a wicket-keeper and then, the captain changed his mind on Saturday morning, and I was put at mid-wicket because I was supposed to, because of my pace, I suppose. <laughs> so, so who took over the gloves? Uh, Luke Denham took over oh, the yeah. gloves. Right. Yeah, so. Well, you probably got a little bit of pace on Denham. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. I'm not sure. It's yeah, touch and go. Yeah, was, um, I was at peak weight then. So I, mean, <laughs> I think I was at my peak weight. So um, and, no, and and what then, happened? Uh, the ball got hit to me fairly early, um, and I dived and I played full stretch and. Um, my shoulder just—I felt like I had a stinger. You know, like I don't think you had a stinger when you. I didn't think it was that bad. I stood there for a bit. And I thought, oh no, this is not good. And we had twelve that day, mm-hmm. um, so I just got subbed off. Took some pain relief, and uh, about twenty minutes later, I waited for me to come back on because I wasn't—you know—that wasn't going to be the end of my first first grade game. Yeah. My first first grade game for the club, and then I went back on, and about, I think I went to gully, and about three balls in, I had to dive again, and that was it. I was in the colour of. Grey, I went to turn grey and that was it. And then, uh, yes, so straight I was to hospital. No, I didn't. I wasn't smart enough to do that. Um, I went to work the next day and worked every day until the following Friday night. And then I went to hospital on the Saturday morning, and they said that I'd fractured my the ball of my um, left shoulder. Your arm must have been fallen off by that point. Yeah, I just took a piece of pain left. <laughs> so it was a new job as well, and it was, yeah. it was a really good job. And I didn't give it away if I didn't have to so um, yeah that was difficult mm-hmm. I mean and then I um, I still wanted to bat I came to the twos with Marlon Swing mm-hmm. and I said Brad Michael was captain I said I'll bat if you need me to bat mm-hmm. he said no, no 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 you'll just do more damage I said I don't know if I can don't worry about that like if, if you need me to bat I'll bat but yeah. I don't reckon like that. to be honest I was on that many pain I'm not much pain I don't remember that one that day yeah. so and then so for, yeah yeah take us through the rest of that journey because and the from there, um, it was a pretty tough time to be honest. I couldn't work at all. Um, I uh, couldn't play cricket, which you know was the the, the reason you work for. As you say, you'd have to play cricket, so that sort of thing. And um, so I spent a lot of time um, feeling sad, for, sorry for myself on the couch for about nine months. Did some rehab, a bit of rehab in between. And, was uh, there surgery at all? Initially, no. They told me that they that all after all the initial tests, they said, "Oh no, it should heal itself." And all, it'll be all right. And then um, so I had. So I just had some, did some rehab, and then at about 11 months afterwards, it just stopped getting better, um, and it wasn't going to get better. So I went and got more scans, and they decided that, you know, surgery was a risk. It may not improve it, it might actually make it worse. Mm. Costs involved, and yeah. recovery time, and that sort of stuff. I was fortunate enough to have income protection, mm-hmm. so I didn't have to take those risks. So currently, I... This is, the, this is the fortuitous moment, right? You're a yeah. retired president. Yeah, what, what everyone's been looking for. Yeah, you know? like, absolutely. Um, um, no, and before the presidency, you know, you know, I got a little bit more involved in Connor's year um, as president. Um, it was tough to be involved when I couldn't play. Mm. Like, I, I still, I still, my favourite thing about cricket is playing cricket. Like, mm. Regardless of what I get or what I do around here, I still want to play. Mm. Um, my body doesn't like it most of the time, but, but that's bad luck. I'll risk it. Until I can't, you know. Um, but uh, the, the the other bonus of it was the amount of time I spent with my kids and, my, uh, yeah. and and back, obviously. But like the kids, I just I miss so much mm-hmm. of their stuff. As like before we moved up, the kids moved up five months before me, and so I missed. You know, I didn't miss. I was here for Ben's first day of school, but um, I missed a lot of like a lot of the sports, yeah, the sports stuff. stuff, and all I mean all the stuff I knew at teacher, You know, yeah. all, the, all those all those all cool days that parents would love to come to, but. Yeah. Yeah. But dads, the majority of dads just can't because they're at work. You but know? you can now. Yeah, yeah, now I get to do that. Um, yeah. 
don't get me wrong, there's some that I, I could miss. <laughs> but um, but it's great, it's great. And we've got lots closer. Um, yeah. Um, and I think that they, anytime I ever go away, you know, for a few days, it's, it's they're, they get they get upset because they're just not seeing around. So yeah. gone from you know working sixty hours a week to zero. It's, yeah. It's do you look? Hours. Yeah. Do you look back? I guess it's such a oh, it's a huge life moment for you, right? Like yeah. especially that those you know nine months on the couch thinking you know is this as bad as it gets? But I guess do you see the silver lining from it now? And yeah, I do. Um, I uh, I'm not sure how it happened, but um, my relationship with Matt Steely and his boot camp completely changed my attitude to life. No, I'm not going to give him all the credit for it, but um, no, like I just decided that we. I think we were talking about you know how I was getting, you know, I was getting sitting on the couch, obviously just not been on exercise, and I was getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and I needed to do something. And um, we just thought, Simon and I must be talking as well. But Simon started the same day as I did, and we started doing a boot camp. And um, I, mean, I was a horrific state shape start, like so bad, like mm-hmm. embarrassing enough to say that our first fitness test. The, one of, the, one of the drills was to do as many sit-ups as you could in a minute, and I got zero. Mm. So I couldn't even get up, and that was dragging the legs and everything. Like just, mm. So that was pretty embarrassing. So I worked pretty hard for a few, for, for a long time, and um, unfortunately, I keep injuring myself, so I'm not there anymore. But mm. Well, but along the way, I mean, some people might forget, you ran a marathon. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. And, and, fitness to a and not just a marathon, good. you ran a sub-four hour yeah, marathon, which is... Yes. Bloody impressive. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm very proud of it, actually. I, I, I was underdone, shouldn't have done it. I should have should have run the half that year. But I committed to the training, and I'd run the case. Um, I hurt myself about three weeks before the marathon. So I was, um, I, was a bit, I was very nervous when I started because I didn't think I was going to get through it. But, you know, adrenaline and all that sort of stuff got me through. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, uh, amazing achievement. Like, I, I get to, I suppose, it's one of those things. You know, I'm like running, I get to say I ran a marathon, I'm a marathon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't take it off me. Yeah, yeah. Really enjoying our chat with Mark, uh, but for now we're going to flash back and have a little listen to last week's episode with current senior vice president Sean Riddell. Sheriff is definitely the worst to live with because <laughs> there's only room for one grub in the house, and that's me. Mm. <laughs> so there's more than one. So when he, when he was worse than me, it was pretty funny. We'd have a little face off with the, the dishes just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> that's so gross. What's the longest you reckon they sat in the sink? Um, well, I'm often at Alicia's house, so sometimes I won't be there for three or four days, and I'll come back and I'll still be the sink. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you go back and have a listen to Kimmy, but for now, back to Mike. Before we um, before we jump into the off-field journey, I just thought we could um, touch on the, the on-field highlights. So the, the century, 100 not out, yeah. um, pretty special, only century. Only one. On In a my... crazy, pretty crazy game as well. Yeah, it was another crazy, another crazy game of cricket. Yeah, it was um, my, own, my one and only. I've made I think five or six scores in the 90s. Um, right, so ne- never made a hundred for kill stuff either. No, never wow. made a hundred ever. Right. Um, I made a, I made a ninety six not out when I lived in England. I got declared on. <laughs> oh, no. oh, yeah, they thought that was funny. I didn't. No, no. Um, yeah, James Red was if he if he listens, I might even link him in. It. He, he's the one declared on me. I'll never forgive him. Just me for that. Um, and I made a I made a ninety four, a ninety one. All not, well, 94 was out last ball, trying to get a six, and then 91 not out, 93 not out as well, something mm. like that as well. Well, I, mean, I better like, spend a lot of time back at seven, yeah. so you just run out of partners a lot, we'll yeah. run out of overs, so. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so talk, tell us about the 100. Well, 100, um, I didn't know, I, I mean, I, I can't count when I'm batting, I lose, I lose, as long as I count, I count to one, and then I don't bother counting anymore, that's, that's still, it will always be the most important run I get every yeah. time, so. Made enough ducks in my life to not want to make any more. So, um, but yeah, we we were chasing uh, two twenty two, I think it was, um, something like that. And I went in at four for sixteen or four for eighteen in the third or fourth over. Um, yeah, me and Brad Whitwood batted together. Um, we put on one hundred and sixty seven. I know that because someone reminded me yesterday. It's on one of our one of our club partnership records, and. Um, and then Brad was given out with one of the worst WW decisions I've ever seen, um, which is a shame because we would have easily won if he hadn't been given out. And then um, we ticked along a little bit. A few people come and go. I'm not, I'm not sure what it must have been 180 or something like that score. We got it within, 
in the last over, my memory's not very nice with scores, especially when I'm involved myself. So um, I was on, I must have been on 99, and uh, we, we, got a, we got a single, I wanted to come back to the two, and Simon was the other end, we were eight out, eight for, and he called no, and there was still three balls left, and then everyone clapped 100, and I sort of waited about it, no, I came here to win. So mm -hmm. scores were level, two or three balls left, and then Simon played and missed it. One of them, and the keeper was really close, and then I'm not sure if it was two or three balls. Not not a good story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, whatever. And however, ended up the final ball. I missed, I missed out a little bit of detail about that when swag. Swag, yeah. Well, I still still stir swag up to this day. He costs us a game. All he did was crawl one. We would have won. So <laughs> he, he popped went in, down. Popped, yeah, yeah, dislocated knee. I dislocated think. his knee in that ball. Um, I think Kurt Murray was bowling actually from Renault Bay and. Um, and Swag's hit it down to a longish, um, probably halfway to long one, and there's a fielder there, he's gone straight to him. And he's popped his knee, and he's rolling around the ground crying, I'm going, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and I'm standing next to him. So I, so I had to run back, and so I didn't run out. But then the guy at long on has dropped the catch, and just cut his finger, and there's bone coming out of his finger as well. Oh, same ball. Like oh, just, wow. It's just a so, death ball. It's a death ball. <laughs> so then we... We we boot, boot swag off the field, mate. Yeah, the way. And then um, so last ball, you, you needed. We needed one. The scores are level. Needed one run to win. Um, then he's played missed again. Went to the keeper. He held his excuse me. He held his ground in the, in the crease. And I uh, I ran down, put my bat in, and then he took off. And they fumbled about four times, and then it was end up being a direct hit from about a metre oh, and a half. Oh, and he was out by about by less than a foot. Oh, no. So. Um, so yeah, um, so it was a tie. Yeah, yeah, it was a tie. Yeah. So tie. I mean, to, and that really did take a lot of polish off on my my mm -hmm. for me. I mean, at the time, obviously now looking back at it, I'm it's so great. excited. Yeah. Me? I can one of those things. I've, I've always made a hundred now. You yeah. know, one thing that I've been, you know, hoping I'd make. It's never been a huge thing for me. I, I always play to win. You mm. know, I've I've declared on myself many times when I could have got more. Um, I've you know. But let other kids bat in front of me, you yeah. know, and that's gone out and got 150, you know, because the, the but as long as I win, mm. yeah. but it's good, it's good, um, yeah, that journey, right? Like, as a 20 yeah. year old picking up the cricket bat, you know, yeah. a bit of not really knowing what you're doing, batting at 10 or 11 to come yeah. full circle and achieve the you know, the highest honor in batting, mm. so yeah, yeah, that's right, and yeah, that's it. good, yeah, it's a good journey, yeah. Oh, I just wanted to touch on uh, captaincy, you've obviously uh got to captain for it for a number of years. Uh, just quickly, if you could touch on that, and, yeah. and also, it, it, are you planning to continue with that, or, or is that so? Sort of, yeah, captaincy is something I do love. Um, did I you captain at Kilsyth? Yeah, I did. I captained a premiership at Kilsyth actually, a fourth, a fourth grade premiership there. You know, when I first got back from England, um, not the first year, the second and the year after I got back, um, captain. We um, we lost one game for the season, which was a semi final. Oh. We had a double chance. Yes. Um, yeah, and I played. Luckily for that, in that season, I played with some of my best friends, and that was just so exciting. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So I captained the premiership there. I captained a few. Captain the second grade a bit and third grade, and I was vice captain for a long time too. Um, the guy I still rate as the best captain I've played with, um, Nigel Foden. His name was best captain. I mean, yeah, quite easily. I learned uh, so much from him. So um, then on the Hawks, I've captained the last two years. I think it was in third grade. First. Coincides with being president, you'd do whatever you want. But, um, <laughs> I think it might have been three, or was it only two? I think it's only two. Okay, all right. But um, I thought I could give something. Um, I'm always here. I can. I get to better. I think the third grade is important that you're looking at what's below mm. at training, right? Not just game results, um, especially with the amount of young kids we've got. I think we've seen that in the last couple of years. How many have come through and hit seconds? Um, a few of them are not far off first. I don't think. Um, Few of them are going fairly well in the winter cricket stuff that the boys are playing with, and they're getting big rap from from Jack and Sam, and all, all the boys that play first all the time. So, mm -hmm. which is great. Um, uh, yes, but as far as this year goes, I, I, I'm not going to do it unless there is nobody else. Um, I think that for this, for a couple of reasons, I think it's time for a change. I don't mm -hmm. think we, I think we can get real stale real quick um, if we if we keep having the same captain every year for for each grade. I think it can get a bit dull, especially those middle grades. You know, mm -hmm. a different voice doesn't hurt. Um, but also, I, I want to test myself. I don't want to get stuck in one grade. You know, I, want to, I still want to play. I want to play Hessian. You know, I want to play here more often. So, 
Yeah, I'm over 40, I get the luxury of being pl playing here if I make myself available on a Sunday, but I'd still like to play second grade if I can. You know, I probably would have played a few games last year with a bit light on the batting and I didn't have a bad year, so, you know, but obviously I didn't because I was captain. So. Yeah. Great. Off-field-wise, you, I think, so am I right in saying your second year you were chairman of selectors and then third year senior VP and then fourth year president? Is that the right sort of progression? No, I was... <laughs> oh, good. Okay. Uh, let me down easy. I was chairman of selectors. Surely not your Conrad's first year. president, you know, Conrad's president. This is my second year, I was chairman of selectors. So I nominated for Senior Vice President at the 2017 AGM, mm -hmm. and, uh, and then there was, went to a vote, yeah. and I lost by two or three votes, I think. So. But, I mean, I didn't suck, you know, it is yeah. what it is. People are entitled to vote for whatever they like, so I just went on the general committee. And, and stayed on as chairman, I believe. As yeah, as was chairman of selectors again that yeah. year. Yeah. Sorry, take, let's take, how did the chairman of selectors role start? Because this is only your second year in the club. Did yeah, you, I you know, Did you talk to... I... Uh, as you know, I'm pretty vocal. Um, people knew who I was. Um, pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, I, I got, I got an opinion, and yeah. I'm happy to share it. You know, especially back then, like, because I've mellowed a fair bit since I've taken over presidency. I keep yeah, some opinions to myself. I share them with the people that need to know, rather than sharing with everyone. Mm. Leon, that's something I've learned. But um, the the start of the 2016-17 season was a mess, a proper mess. We had um, a coach mm. locked in yeah. who cancelled. To, from being a coach, two hours before meet the coach night. Um, then we had someone locked in as president who then decided he wanted to be coach. Which is when Conrad became president. And then when Conrad became president then. Um, so the only person that, and then the person that wanted to be coach quit after week one or two of the season. So the only person that had been there right from the start was I. Yeah. Been involved with all what had been going, like organisation of um of all the practice games and all that sort of stuff and where people have been so I, I just, you know I'll, I'll, I'll do it and to be honest it was almost like being a coach like I, I did I, the only thing I didn't do was run the training sessions I did everything else that a coach would have to that do that year was Ryan and uh, Jack ran the co-ran the sessions selections I mean they're always uh, yeah. everyone's always got an opinion yeah. is that something that you've enjoyed nonetheless I mean yeah you, it's pretty a pretty thankless job, I guess. Oh, absolutely, it is. You, you, no one ever says thank you, and that's that's part of it. You know, you, you're dealing with individuals that are either disappointed, mm -hmm. or you're dealing with captains who you can't give what they want. You know, like you, I've always been of the opinion, and like I've had run into a few captains here um, that you know the best team plays first to, first eleven, the second best team plays second eleven, and the third best team plays third eleven, and so on. And there's other guys that. You know, I don't think it's all their fault. I, I, I do feel that the Gold Coast product creates that issue with fourth grade, um, and that's why we want to change. You know, we want to try and change the structure so that there's not a, a split, an actual, like almost deliberate break there between one day and two day mm. cricket. Because it's a block, isn't it? So, it absolutely, it is. Yeah. And, um, no, I don't have a, I don't have a solution for that yet. I've tried to come up with. I've got, I mean, I'd have that many drafts at home of trying to work out how to fix it. Other than just making third grade first one day is, but um, I don't think that's exactly what we want either. So, um, but yeah, I, um, I I like it. I don't mind a bit of conflict. You know, it's life boring if everyone agrees with everything. You know, as you know, you two would know we've been on executive committee together for a couple of years, and we rarely agree. The five of us rarely. Mm. We always come up with a solution, and no one ever. There's no name calling. There's no no actual argument. It's like well. This is what I think. This is what I think. Well, let's find somewhere around the middle there and we can make it work. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. And then was so a couple of years then in various roles. Mm -hmm. And then so you must have, so you weren't on the executive until you were the president. That's right. Yeah. I, um, 2017-18, I begged Con Connor to be president. Uh, I think I'd try to get Mud to be president. Yes. Yeah. 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 He, he this, was the, this was the AGM where we had canceled. to come back again. Yeah, it was, the AGM was cancelled. I didn't come to the AGM, the first one, deliberately, because I knew what was going to happen, because I had a feeling Connor wasn't coming either. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if you came to the first one, did you? I did. You did, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, I got on, but he wasn't going to nominate as president, I know that. So we spoke a lot, and I told him that I'd help him as much as I could. Um, you just weren't ready. You didn't feel I, like I you were. I, I didn't think I'd been here long enough. Yeah, sure. And that was more. It was more, I, I thought I could do it. Yeah. But it was the fact that I'd only played like fifteen games for the club. Mm. And I thought, no, I, that's no, not. That's, that, that didn't sit yeah. well with me. Yeah. Like trying to tell, trying to run a club that you don't know anything about. Mm. Um, so then, like obviously, I helped 
Connor, Connor a fair bit that year. Um, he gave me his President's Award, which was kind of him. But um, yeah, I, I, and I loved it. I, I got more interest in the club. I got more involved. And, uh, and then, then Connor spoke to me well before the end of the season to say that he just didn't have time. Yeah. And, uh, and I said, yeah, I think I'm ready now. I think yeah. I'll have a go at it. So, yeah. and, um, I haven't looked back, to be honest. I love yeah. it. So. Yeah. Were there, did you have um, perceptions of what the role would look like coming in that were different to what it was actually like? Um, I didn't feel. I didn't think I was going to deal with as many people. Mm. You know, I thought it would just be players. I, I, you know, I didn't think it'd just be. I thought it'd just be. To be honest, just ignorantly, you'd think, oh, just the senior boys, you know. But, but, but my passion for the junior cricket, and then getting to know their parents, um, oh, I just love it. I don't, I don't know how to describe it. I just love it. I, um, I go to as many games of cricket as I can watch. Go to as many trainings as I can. Um, I know. I try to. I try to know everybody's name. Um, I don't get everyone, but, I, but I'm close. I know that, and I like it. I think it's important that you know, that for for the club, not for me personally, but for the club, that there's an individual that has that has the time to learn. You know, to treat people with respect and yeah. treat, treat them like they're all as important as each other because I do think they are. Yeah. So, what do you think has been some challenges? Um, the year Dylan was coach, my first year was, was a challenge. Um, there's lots, lots, lots of good, you know. Like, but um, it was a, it was a challenge. Like Dylan lost the group for for a number of reasons, and it doesn't matter what they were. But he lost the group, and that was a real challenge after Christmas to keep people interested. Um, and and it was a it was a real battle to keep people to even be a part of it. You know, the amount of times I had to ring guys and say, "Oh, we need you just just hang in there till the end of the season. You know, it'll be different next year, sort of thing." And which which we you know it was always the plan. You know, yeah. um, we did change it because yeah, we needed to. Um, yeah, so that was that was a challenge. Um, a challenge with the time at home, um, mm. I suppose. Um, trying to be home at the important times. Mm-hmm. Now I'm here a lot, mm. as as my wife would attest to. But um, I try to be at home in the important times when I can be. You know, mm. obviously, you know, take on a role like president, I take it pretty seriously. You know, like it's not it's obviously not my first role, but it's my first role after my family. Yeah. So um, so if they don't need me. Need me, need me. Mm-hmm. I'll be, here, I'll be here when I need to be. So. Yeah, and I guess Beck supporting that can't be understated. No, 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 no. it's amazing. She's incredible. Yeah. I mean, she probably likes it sometimes, but you know, <laughs> I'm not home. But I'm assuming there's times where it's frustrating. You know, but yeah, she's, she's amazing to be honest. Like I, you know, I could talk about her for hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we can have that part two about that. But, uh, yeah, part two. <laughs> we won't go into that. <laughs> um, on the flip side, uh, proudest achievements so far. Um, well, I don't know, I don't know, I'm proud stuff, like, it was nice to get recognition, I got Queensland Volunteer of the Year last year for the Gold Coast, which is pretty cool, um, you know, I, I don't see it as I am any, any better than anybody else anywhere else, because I don't compare myself to other clubs and what's going on here, what I'm doing is I'm trying to make this a better place, and, you know, um, for, not only, not only all of us, but for my kids, especially, like, my kids play here, they both Love cricket, especially my son, Ben. He, he's seven days a week. He'll hit ball seven days a week if I let him. So, whereas Amy's a, she loves, she loves playing, the training and the uh, watching, not interested, but she loves to play with her friends and in the, in the, in the field stuff. So, and tens. Mm. That makes it, that's a good point, though. Mm. Uh, we've had a lot of people at this club be fortunate to play, you know, with their father or with their son or, or, or whatnot. Is that something I guess on your radar to play potentially with both of your kids? Or? Yeah, it is. Um, I I joked about it when every time I get injured, I joke. I just got to hang on to. I just I joke about so I got to hang on to Ben's fourteen. You know? But that's changed now. It's now to Amy's fourteen. Mm-hmm. You know? Fingers crossed that she continues to love it. If she doesn't, that's okay. But if she continues to love cricket, I get the opportunity to play with her. That would be amazing. I mean, I've got a. I'm I'm hopeful and fairly confident that Ben's going to blow by me pretty quick. Mm-hmm. He goes pretty well already. Works really hard, um, and he loves it. So I think you know that'll be a catch you on the way past, sort of thing. Mm. Catch you for a game or two on the way past, sort of thing. But whereas I'm not really sure how Amy will go. So. You must be um, just going back to the, the proudest. You must be proud of the under ten stuff. That's that's been an incredible yeah, I, area of the growth. junior growth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, am, I am proud of it, but you know, like I'm not big on. Um, you don't feel like you're directly responsible. No, for it? I, I, obviously I'm partly responsible. I understand that, but I think. You know, I can't, you can't, none of it happens by itself. Mm. Like, none of it. Like, there's a bit of luck in there. There's always other helpers. 
Um, even like like Trent from Gold Creek, Creek Gold Coast, he's been amazing since I since I I don't know what he was like before I, I took over or whether he was in a different role or not. But he's incredible. Like you ask him for something, and he, if he can, he will. Like he never ever says no. Yeah. So uh, I, I suppose I like that attitude because I'm sort of I try to be like that as well. So. I'm a big fan of his, and um, that's what I, I feel he's got a lot to do with our growth, to be honest, you know, making it available, making the exciting Brisbane Heat stuff available yeah. for the kids, um, pumping it up on their sites, you know, organising school clinics for us, all that sort of stuff in the local areas at the right times, you know. So, yeah. Last couple before we go to throwdowns. Uh, first of all, goals, uh, you know, where, where you see the club going in five to ten years' time. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, hopefully, you know, premierships, you know, premierships everywhere. You know, that's that's the main goal as a career club. You know, on field, off field, I think you know the the um, I'd like to be at, I'd like to see out the the process of getting that new building at least started. You know, I, I'm I've spoken to a few on many occasions. I think that you don't stay for too long. You don't want to stay for too long because your your voice gets you know just gets ignored eventually. So. Um, I'm not planning on staying here. For, I'm not, I'm not, I have no intention of being a 15-year president. Doesn't mean I won't. You know, I would not do a spell and come back if I, if required. But I have no intention of doing you know more than five or six years. I think if if there's not a better option, and I'm quite easy, to, quite happy to step away if there's a better option if it's mm. not going well. So. That, that leads perfectly into the second question that I was going to ask, which was following on from Ian saying like that he is important to do the whole succession planning, and he spotted Conrad. Mm-hmm. I guess, is that something that you're already looking now or you'll just see if someone pops up who is the right person oh, over time? Uh, I'm not ready to leave yet. but they're, they're, Oh, no, I'm not saying that. No, 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 in no, terms no. of... So like, I haven't, I haven't uh, put a lot of thought into it. Picking out someone who could one day take over? Yeah, or I, like, think, I think we have some great leaders in this club. I won't name anyone just yet because hopefully I'm here for a few more years <laughs> yet and anything can change and there could be new people come in. But I think we have some great leaders in this club. Um, it's, it's, it, it's a matter of setting up processes. Like, like last the first year I did... Far too much. Last year I did a bit too much, and hopefully I'm just going to do too much this year. You know, mm-hmm. like, I think we, 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 we as you, as uh, Gilly would know, we're setting some processes in. We're getting some more people involved um, to try and take the burden off, you know, the five executive, because you know, the general committee will do anything you ask them to do, but it's very difficult to get them to do things if you know if you don't ask. Yeah. And it's not it's not their fault. They don't know what to do because they haven't been on the inner scene quite the right in the heart of it all and they don't know the roles that we need them to play. And that's our fault, not theirs. Mm. Like they're, they're volunteering and we don't give them a role. It's not really their fault. So Yeah. It's good. Throw it dance. Let's do oh, it. Is, I've been not looking forward to this bit. Really? No. Oh, oh well, well, well I play with any of the hells I was any good. Oh wow! Straight into it. I reckon that's some. I reckon that's sort of Dave, like from no one picking Dave as a best yeah. player. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of best player, come on, best yeah. player you've played with at the Hawks. Um, well, you played one first grade game. Yeah, but, one there. <laughs> well, Benny played that day. Ryan played that day. But um, what about in your context? We all see players that yeah we know are destined for greater things, right? Or even yeah. like I would say one guy that I know has played you've played a lot of cricket with who's always done good is like a guy like Swag or like you know who's yeah. just been like a third grade like uh, extraordinaire. Yeah, yeah. I, I think well, it's insane. Swag's probably the best offie I've ever played with mm-hmm. um, consistently, and I think if he if he could get his interest level a little a little bit higher and his fitness level a little bit better, I think he, I honestly think he could play first league because mm-hmm. he's so good. As the old wicket kept him for a few years. He lands the ball in an area which is only very small over and over again. And he, he does change it up a bit. Um, he, can loop, a bit he can loop him up, he can ball flat, he can, he turn, he can turn the ball square. So um, hopefully, I mean, obviously he's got his priorities have probably changed a little bit at the moment um, with the new bubble, bubble around. But hopefully, you know, in a couple of years' time when, he, when that settles down, if, when the kid thing settles down a bit, he can get into it and go hard for a year or two and see how, he, see how well he can do. Mm. I mean, Ryan's probably the best player at Helensville I've played with. The day that I played in the first 11, um, I don't know if he got one. I think Brad Carter got the best, best figures that day. I mean, he's a pretty good pretty handy bowler too, but um, but I didn't even see them bat. I was not there mm. from when they batted, so. <laughs> what about uh, the best player you've played against in the comp? Um, Again, probably third grade-ish, kind of like the guys that you've probably played a little bit against rather than maybe just a one-off. Uh, I'm not sure the best, but the best bloke is Barry Gill from 
Emory Mountain by a mile. Uncle Gil. Yeah, he's um, no relation. He's a ripper, and he's he's a pretty good cricketer too. Like him and Taylor, we played a lot of we played a lot of great cricket games against Timo. And it's easy to remember their names because the team the team doesn't change a hell of a lot. Mm. Whereas you play against other clubs and it's just different blokes most well, weeks. That, uh, you'd be hard pressed to find a better innings than that Logan Home uh, Sri Lankan opener who made 140 against us. Yeah, yeah. I was, uh, I'd say his name if I knew it. Well, I have no idea. <laughs> Lo- lovely bloke though. Yeah, and he was. And that's a terrific cricketer. Yeah, far, far above our level. Yeah. So you, you, there you go, you've helped me out there. He's yeah, definitely are. the best cricketer we played against yeah. in third grade at Helmsville. Yeah. I would say probably ever. Yeah. So like, he was that good. He was amazing, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. What, funniest memory? Anything sort of stand out? Oh, probably is that first game, the hot dog <laughs> and the head by the ground. Um, Just must have been surreal. It's like it was. Just, I was pretty annoyed for half the day because I was giving an early W like mm. it was now. But um, it wasn't a nice way to start. <laughs> really. And you're you whinging about it as well. And the first time these blokes have met here is you're whinging about an LBW. So it's not, that wasn't great either. Um, funniest memory. There's lots of funny memories, to be honest. Like they all got, that, That's probably the funniest on-field one. Um, the funniest off-field one was the... Uh, one of the nights we had here and we're playing stumps inside and Craig fell over and that was oh my god that was funny there's a video of it somewhere it is so good um, yeah lots of fun nights here we, we, we don't want to we don't want to party afterwards after a good win or a, or, or a good loss so. no. uh, good segue what about a favourite win that you've been involved in favourite win um, would be of a couple the first game obviously winning we were it happens very rarely um you have to enjoy that. It's it's so exciting because you've lost and then you win, sort of thing. Um, and then the next best one I was a spectator at was with the, the I'll talk about the first eleven when they won the semi final. That was one of the best games I've ever seen. And then the, the best one I've played in would be the win at Palm Beach when we made ninety two and we bowled him out for ninety one. And I was captain that day and it was very, very intense the whole time. Like it was there was there wasn't a moment it wasn't intense. Um, we took a couple, dropped a couple of easy catches early, and then Ben Day took an absolute screamer at a short gully sort of thing, um, and then Swag knocked the top of off stump um, when they were ninety one. So um, yeah, I don't think anyone. I don't think it would have been good for social distancing because I think everyone ran different ways. <laughs> but just so exciting, and then, and then it all came to a huddle. Was, yeah, and, the, and nothing's better. Nothing better than a close win. Yeah. You know, winning's good, but close wins are so much more exciting. Yeah. So, yeah. So that'd be that'd be the one I'm. It comes to mind straight away. Yeah. Well, the the last question we always ask uh, for the last time in season one, mm. uh, yeah, wh- what keeps you coming back? Apart well, from obviously being obligated as president. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, you can just leave. Well, others, <laughs> others have, but no, I um, the growth of the game, my love of the game, my, my love for cricket has enhanced once again. You know, it drops off. It comes in um, peaks and troughs, but my kids' love of the game and. Um, and therefore, my love of coaching kids, and that goes for everybody else's kids as well. I love it, and I, um, I can see on their faces that they they they're enjoying what what we're delivering. So I, I look forward to doing that for you know Ben's eleven and Amy's nine. So hopefully, I can be involved with that in that side of the club for a fair few more years to come. And whether whether that's with, along with president and playing, I'm not one hundred percent sure, but hopefully it is. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. It's good. Thanks so much, Mud. We appreciate it, mate. We appreciate the work you do off the field. And um, yeah, thanks for your time. Uh, thank you. My pleasure. I look forward to a big year ahead. And uh, fingers crossed for a couple of premierships. Come on. It's good. Thanks, Mud. So good to finally chat to Mud. Um, he, uh, he's been a bit of a, a white whale for this show, so it was good to get him on and chat to him. And um, yeah, having worked with him, like it's, um, it's great to see the passion he has for this club um, and the direction that he wants to see it grow. Yeah, it was really cool to just yeah, hear the insights of, I mean, everyone knows Dave, and uh, just to yeah, hear what, what makes him tick and yeah all that kind of stuff I thought that was really good but um but look how you look Gilly that's uh that's, that's it that's a wrap on season one we've uh we committed to 20 20 episodes and uh yeah so look we're yeah it's been good fun hasn't it yeah we just want to thank you guys the listeners we've been um yeah so um appreciative of the of the listens it makes the the work we do um enjoyable to know that somebody out there is listening to it and enjoying it and um, yeah, time for a break now so we can keep up the, the quality of the product. So we'll have a break over the season um, and look forward to many more guests next off-season coming. <laughs>